Right. Yep. Um, Mine's yeah. Good. I, I, we, we have like a, like as usual guys, we have a minute or so just to chat. Oh wait, shouldn't we do <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the class and the silence yeah, yeah, yeah. as well? Wait, 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 real quick. Clap and silence. Kaz. Yo, yo. What are you up, buzzer? Alright. Sorry, we'll clap. We'll do the countdown, clap, and then silence, and then we'll just almost start from there. Alright. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Alright. Uh, Bill, do you want to count us in as usual? Yeah. Three, two, one. Alright. And silence for now. All right, there we go. Wait. Yeah, just about 10 seconds left, and then the, uh, the, Beautiful. Uh, the music will kick in. Yeah, so um, I haven't put a TV in here yet, but it's all right. <laughs> Diesel right, just go. sleeps here on the go. couch. Do you want a TV in the office, though? What's up, guys? It's your boy from Melbourne. Uh, I can't do this intro, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The music is going, and I should have it right, but I'm just not used to saying it. What? Karan, take it away. I'm right. sorry. The music is already... I've ruined the moment. Good start. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's going on, everyone? It's your boys from Melbourne, and we are back for what is now a normal slash special edition of the official NBA Beancast. We are not actually... Look, they've all muddled together at this point. The meanings are all just... Yeah, I mean, we, we've had so many special slash normal editions now that they're just editions of the official NBA Beancast. We are not recording in person, and um, it has been a while. Apologies for that, but, you know. A um, couple we... of things. The first two weeks, um, I was I was sick, and then my voice, it was like I could speak for a while, and then it would just start going croaky, and then we had the Super Bowl, which uh, that was fantastic. If you guys want, we can talk about that for a bit, because... Uh, no. Yeah. Woo, <laughs> that boy, that boy TV 12 You know what? Yeah, oh, he's a beast. TV, but, yeah, TV no, 12 <laughs> he's hit that LeBron point for me where I'm just like, yeah, there's no point hating anymore. This guy's just incredible. This, <laughs> I've, I've been, oh, I've, I've watched this guy win, go from like two to now seven Super Bowls. I, I, I can't even be mad anymore. I can't seven W. I, I can't. I can't waste energy on this. He's he's the goat. It's it's, <laughs> it's just how it is. There's a lot of things we've been wasting our energy on recently. So yeah, this is one to get out of the system. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, he, COVID, fantasy basketball. <laughs> e e <laughs> That's the oh, one, man. right? You, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, um, but yeah, um, we're back. Let's get to it, Pratt. What we got on today? Yeah. Uh, well, today we have a uh, very, very fun trivia. I, I, I was thinking Ooh. about this for a while, and then it, I, I thought, okay, let, let, when we do the episode, we'll do, we'll do this one. We'll do the, and then we finally are doing the episode, and I'm so happy, and we're just gonna do it. Uh, we have a lot to talk about in regards to the All Star Game, both in regards to the starters that were selected and the uh, players, ha ha their comments about the situation. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about who they think the MVP should be. Uh, we feel it's a bit more, you know, straightforward, pretty, pretty clear, straightforward. That's the word for it. A bit more Cameroonian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a couple of uh, quick pieces of news like um, injuries and the such. Uh, and there's a couple of other things. We've still got winner and losers, but we're doing winner and loser for the month. Um, and then we've got weekly malnourishment as usual. So to jump into things, guys. Um, now, this player was on an NBA roster until I only just found out 20 days ago, but the idea is we're going to be doing something similar to 
who he play for, but for a single player. No. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate Fellas, these. Where the hell is Jordan Bell? Guys, I read a story about this guy very recently, and he suddenly popped into my head. I, I think you guys so, have heard it. Is this just in light of the um, DeMarcus Cousins news? Not DeMarcus Cousins. No, 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 no. This is more because uh, Andrew Bogut recently revealed a story, which I, as a Warriors fan, never even heard about. Um, it turns out uh, Jordan Bell uh, made a purchase and forged uh, the, the, the signing of it um, in uh, Mike Brown's name, apparently. That's unreal. Uh, and then tried to lie about it after that by throwing clay under the bus. <laughs> what? That's credit card um, fraud. And just continued uh, digging himself a hole until uh, he was sus- he was suspended for a game. Jesus Christ! Um, right. Jordan Bell actually responded to the story, uh, saying, "Hey, you didn't get the facts right," but then didn't say anything further. No, that, about that's it. that's incredibly uh, illegal. That's not surprising that he was. <laughs> he should probably be in prison uh, for that. But yeah, go on. And and that was the first time in about three years that I had thought about the name Jordan Bell. So, fellas, I ask again. Where the hell All is right. Jordan Bell? Who did All he last right. play for? We got to retrace the steps. So he was at Golden State. He got traded to Minnesota. I'm not nah, sure. No, no, nah, he, he, he signed. He was. No, uh, was he waved? Yeah, I don't okay. Know All right. He signed for them, and then I'm pretty sure they canned him, or they, no, traded, they, they him. traded him he to didn't Memphis. Play for them. He barely played. Yeah. He. Yeah. Yeah. To Memphis, and then this year. It's Washington. It's Washington. It has to be Washington. <laughs> yeah, it is yes. Washington. Well, he, it is Washington. However, he no, was didn't like he get said, released 20 days yeah, ago. Yeah, didn't he get cut? Which again, yeah. <laughs> he got cut from the I only Washington know that because... Wizards. So he's on There's the some... wire. That's what you're saying, Brad. <laughs> I don't think he he's really a, a name that teams will be chasing. So I think he's a I think he might teams stay there. should be chasing. Yeah, I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll stay on the uh, the waiver wire. So, uh, man, like unlucky. I, <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, I had a good rookie season and then just dipped. <laughs> yeah, I re- I remember seeing him in the Warriors and I was like, yeah, like he's pretty athletic. This guy can can play he a can bit. Steal for like cash considerations. Yeah, I, I think cash considerations always a bad person to trade. He's fine on a team like <laughs> Golden State, where like you don't need him to do much except provide some energy off the bench. But if you need, well, him to it do reminds me of um, who was the other center they were operating when KD was there? Pratty, um, Damian Jones. Damian, Damian Jones, Jones. Yeah, like nothing special, but when you got four juggernauts on the court, it, it opens up the the oh, lane Kev, for him. Kevon so. Looney as well. There's another one. Hey, Looney's hey, look, all hey, right. He's all right. I will not, but, it, there will not be any Looney slander in here. That's right. I'm not slandering yeah, Kevon Looney. Be. I'm just saying he was another Good big man. that was playing for them at the time. That, that's no, it was, uh, no, it was well, Damian no, Jones, he, though. Yeah, he was the one uh, that I was Karan, He wasn't of. playing it for us because he was constantly injured. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, a couple of... Uh, co- I think the big news we do just get to jump right into is uh, the All-Star Game starters and the All-Star Game, like, what the, what the players have been saying about it. Uh, where do you guys want to start? On the starters? Um, I think the starters, in general, pretty spot on. Like, this whole... They usually are. They usually yeah. are. I feel like there's I mean, one or two yeah. we, can, we can discuss. Uh, I mean, you can always argue a few here and there, but at the end of the day, 
the all-star games for the fans like yeah uh, there's always going to be some sort of bs selections so, aka chris middleton we, uh, won't make it this year <laughs> so etc etc just to be clear, we have Luka Doncic, uh, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard in the Western Pool. Remember, guys, it's a draft. And in the Eastern Pool, we have Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. Yeah, my my only argument, again, is this whole, if we're just drafting teams from a pool of all-star players, why do we have to have a certain amount from each conference blah yeah, blah does make sense. So i think we had this talk yeah we had this talk last year and then you get guys like uh devon booker missing out and then like guys like two years ago like goran Dragic making it and stuff just made no sense um at all and i think this draft just i, I like the idea of the draft i think it's kind of cool to not just have east versus west because it's a it's an obscure well, concept anyway that's only location based it's not even east versus west anymore right oh no, do you mean no it's, yeah it's, that's it's right like yeah that's what i mean team. like it's yeah it's it's um it's yeah i, I like it. i reckon it's cool because you you kind of get to see players that might sort of never um play together otherwise so should be interesting um but yeah. yeah i just think there's yeah if 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 it's just going to be like this every year a draft pool of of I, I understand the starters and whatnot you know there's a difference between being a starter and a, just on the roster for, for a whole lot of guys um i definitely think that they should just sort of abolish the conference operation of it in terms of who's like the actual amount of people that are in the pool to get selected from. I just, I don't think there's a need for it anymore. But I also don't, like, I don't have a big issue with, like, the conferences this year. Too. Like, I these are all the guys that, just looking at the lineups, these are all the guys that I personally would have nominated anyway. Almost if I had to pick. all the guys. If I had well, to pick I guess, 40 but, players, like, this would, this would be it. Um, yeah. I would say, again, this is, the, I feel like this. these are the two that people have been debating. Uh, first of all, Kyrie Irving, and here's the thing, Kyrie Irving, yeah. fantastic for the All-Star game. Oh, no, 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 like, no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the starting lineups, I'm just, like, the, the player okay, pool okay. overall. Like, okay, the, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, no yeah. that's fair, that. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, the two that have been debated, I think, are just Luka Doncic and, uh, Kyrie Irving. I think Luka is just, like, at the end of the day, he's had a fantastic season, but his team record isn't, uh, doesn't reflect that. Um, which, I guess, yeah, again, that's majorly due to a lot of COVID, uh, missed players due to COVID, and then uh, also KP coming back late. There's a lot of things to it. Uh, and then Kyrie Irving as well. People, uh, I think, have been saying James Harden should have been there. He's clearly the better player. But at the end of the day, these are the guys you sort of want for the all-star game. And the other part is, obviously, who cares if you're a starter or not? At the end of the day, no one's going to look back at your record, at your at your uh career achievements and say oh you were an all-star bench player instead of a star <laughs> yeah no nah, you're, you're exactly right you never hear uh you know 12 time all-star seven time starter blah 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 so, <laughs> it's just this yeah it's, it's sort all-star. of yeah um like mm. but I, I, I don't know i still reckon that um he's a bit unlucky james harden to miss out on being a starter because he has been ridiculously <laughs> good 
for the well, next Well, my yeah. whole my whole point with this is why why are we why is Brad Beal copying a start and people are but then on the other end scoring like for the West points per game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but hear me out, hear me out. But on the other the flip side, people are saying, Oh no, but Luca's record he shouldn't be starting over Dame. Well, excuse me, why is Bradley Beal starting then? <laughs> so as I said, it's it, it, the record and how teams going is sort of irrelevant. I feel is like got to remember that Dame sh- because I guess like a fair few people were the records like um, a tiebreaker though because um Dame and Luca's stats are pretty like they're comparable. Whereas I I I don't think I you mean, can make a they're really not. But... I don't think you can make a huge <laughs> argument to get. Oh, I mean, look if you account for efficiency, Dame's been ridiculous. Um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I don't think that you you can make an argument for Harden that he should be starting, but overall, yeah, I I don't know. Kyrie's I, I get, been very very good this year as well. I don't think there's uh, I, I really like. There's always arguments for whoever gets picked. I think last year was the same. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but no doubt there would have been some form of selections. I remember Devin Booker not making it and then making it and such. Like bullshit like that. It's it's just always gonna happen. Like it's. I reckon some of it would. Uh, I reckon some of it feel as well. Like he's put up ridiculous numbers this season on insane efficiency as well. But then like on a bad team, obviously. But I also think like he's he's copped a little bit of sympathy from the fact that he should have been an all star. He last missed year it as well. last yeah. year. Fellas, fellas, yeah. we have to stop this discussion to point out the fact that <laughs> the Washington Wizards are currently on a four game winning streak, lads. Boys. Hey, Boys. Russ is healthy, brother. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not what? surprised. They need some defense, but I'm not surprised. Defense? What's that? <laughs> oh my lord, that's insane. Yeah, what's that? I didn't hey, think they the just, team would win more than two straight They just straight took down the, the Blazers. They've won more. They've, they've had a, they have a longer winning streak than the Warriors have had all season. <laughs> that's not saying much, Brad. <laughs> hey, they currently have. I, I'm just checking it out, Braddy. They, they now, because Portland had a six-game win streak going into today. The Wizards now have the second longest active win streak in the league. My goodness. That's yeah. insane. Dude, Bradley Beal, clearly MVP, bro. That that actually does sort of transition, but we want to talk about something else first, which is obviously uh, the, 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 what the players have been saying about the All-Star game. Uh, mm. Personally, um, it's 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 weird because it's like they're obviously yeah they they're not getting paid extra to uh play the all star game um and apparently De'Aaron Fox was saying there's a fine if you don't accept an invitation. Yikes! That wouldn't surprise me because a lot of the revenue sort of comes from the names and faces that are going to be there. Yeah, I kind of it, it kind of reminds me of when uh Team USA are touring, you know, and everyone wants tickets, and then all of a sudden. The teams like, you know, like Kyle Kuzma and a b- bunch of, you know, average and, NBA and players. The and it's kind of like, beat uh, them anyway. <laughs> be lucky to yeah, get Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, um, I, 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 I get what the issue is with the player, especially when it comes to player safety. It's it, putting a bunch of superstars together in an environment where well obviously the u.s is in the throes of the pandemic um probably not the best idea just from a disease control standpoint and also for the nba for the rest of the season because if one of these guys gets it and spreads it to everyone else and you could have all the star players in the nba um out for an extended period of time but also i I get why the nba is forcing this through because they've got no fans in the arena they've taken a hit 
with um they've definitely taken a massive revenue hit they they really cannot afford to lose much more when it comes especially when it comes to an event like the all-star game yeah 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 that was yeah, exactly I like, what i was yeah, getting they, at they just they, they need the money that because like the big guys in the league can sort of tank any any like any further losses at this point like oh you know the the all-star game doesn't happen they they find me another million dollars it's fine who cares but nah, like that's that that money that, no no yeah but like as in like obviously the first of all they're never gonna get uh, gonna get fined a million dollars but um like the, the it, it that that revenue goes towards the nba which comes back to the players right yeah exactly because which is what the because if if the if the nba doesn't get that money then the players get paid less which the which the guys earning less in the nba cannot handle which is what dame was pointing out when he was saying like you know for money reasons we sort of should do it or like we have it's understandable that we have to do it 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 has to happen unless the players go into the off season with the implicit understanding that the contracts that they're going to sign are probably or no, definitely going to be smaller than the ones that they've signed in the past yeah, because yeah. um if the obviously if the league doesn't grow the cap doesn't increase and the contracts don't get bigger which means as pride you've said um players don't get paid more money um yeah i mean that like that that's why i feel like for example lebron saying that no we shouldn't it's stupid i'm a, like it, it's true it is stupid it is but also sure. it's like it's kind of necessary for the yeah for the guys who would be earning less in the nba like the the, the smaller role players I'll, I'll go on um, record and say that i still I, I have no problems with the league can i i still think that the game should be cancelled and i think the owners should just dip into their pockets a bit more for the cap spike but you know that's that's just how it goes why should we protect these yeah, well billionaires? yeah yeah that, that's the other thing right like <laughs> why, why why should a fan care if uh well that's the thing the owners probably won't do that which is the issue exactly <laughs> they definitely they won't, won't but that's what should happen in my opinion um yeah i mean the, again the uh i guess that also the previous Topic did sort of lead into uh, the MVP discussion that's been going on, fellas. Uh, I think the main front runner is Joel Embiid, and yet there <laughs> have been some other names thrown around. For example, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Stephen Curry, Paul George, but definitely no one on the Utah Jazz. It's because <laughs> the Jazz don't have like a superstar standout player. Like they've obviously they've got Donovan Mitchell, who's been playing pretty well. The, his numbers don't scream MVP candidate. Neither do, do like Rudy Gobert, who's a defensively focused center. His game doesn't scream MVP. Um, Clippers have had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard miss a bunch of games. I can I I, I kind of get the LeBron narrative, but I I don't think that it should be anyone but Embiid right now. But like he, he, the media has to, they've got to get some have to interest it, in yeah. the league. Otherwise, <laughs> like people are just not going to care. Yeah, they have yeah. to do it. I, I agree. It's, I, it's I, I, I did miss a name in there. Obviously, Dame uh, has been balling out to carry the the CJ less sure. and Yusuf less uh, Blazers. For sure. Um, he, I think, yeah, he definitely deserves a shot. And they're like, they're also, I don't know after today whether they'll still be oh, top and... four, but like top five, top four to seed, you know, pretty close, I guess. There's only been one non-top two uh, seed player getting an MVP, which is obviously Russ, so it's an outlier. It's but very I feel rare, like right? if Dame can like at least get him uh, get 
a very close record to the, to the third seed, then you know definitely worth a shout. Yeah, game on. Um, also, um, I think Giannis deserves a shout. He's played again really well this season. Bucks are in the third seed. Um, if we're just gonna do that, then maybe uh, KD, I guess, but missed a bunch of games yeah my my problem with uh as you were saying pratty the jazz they're they're pretty well rounded and their record's not going to be like all that amazing on a historical standpoint come the end of the season like they're, they're 24 and 6 at the moment which is which is pretty good but at the end of the season you know that turns into what say like if it's 55 and 17 and they're the number one seed. It's pretty good, but it's it's there's a big difference between that and a sort of a seventy win team where you'd almost have to point towards the leader of that team. Um, uh, Bill, just just a, and just I, a heads up, they're on a sixty six win pace on an eighty two game season. That's I mean it's pretty good, but sixty six is not. That's ridiculous, dude. I, think- I mean, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's it's. I'm saying historically, it's not. Um, I think unheard of. No, it's not unheard of, but that's a that's a strong one seed season, and like the best player on I, that team would be an MVP front runner in a normal year. So I, I'm with Pratt on that, actually. Um, I think they, uh, to some extent, I feel like the the at least the narrative around the Utah Jazz, if people don't watch them close enough, would just be uh the same that people said about um the Miami Heat last year the the sum of the whole is better than any, the individual talent on the team yeah um, yeah because, yeah that's a good yeah. way to put it I think the, um, not my words not my words to be clear those are Quran's words I wouldn't use words like that <laughs> yeah um yeah. I don't think I was wrong about that when I said that about Miami though you weren't wrong you weren't wrong but I'm saying the description about the Utah Jazz can be uh the it's pretty much the same way yeah same erroneously attributed to them if you don't watch them play yeah yeah because like there's also a lot of individual talent on the team like uh boyan jordan clarkson joe ingles those guys they aren't just you know got like they are much better players than anyone on the uh, Miami Heat that made that team what it was damn proud you're doing um bam Adebayo and jimmy butler like that or you're talking no, about guys on. like no, 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 you're no, talking no, about guys no, like Tyler no, Hero. No, 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 that's not what I was. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about talking Tyler about Hero, the glue. Duncan Robinson, even. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're definitely right, Pratty. Um, yeah, the low end of that uh, roster uh, is definitely much, much better than the Heat were last year. Yeah, and again, I think uh, one of the Warriors announcers was saying it is like you look at like the top eight players in that roster, and there's not many teams that can say they have eight players better than that roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why they're so good. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the problem is, like, there's a lot of teams that can say they have a better top two, though, than the Jazz. Yeah, but yeah. The Jazz also probably go into almost every single game with a massive coaching advantage, because I think Quinn Snyder yes. is one oh, of mate. the two or three best coaches in the NBA. I've been saying it for years. It has been for a long time, yeah. It's, it's also that kind of consistency, right? Like, there's a lot of teams where you worry, like, oh, who's going to be the coach next year? What's going to change? Whereas this team is like, they they know what they're going to do and they're like going into every game as well they've known for a long time what they're going to do yeah it's it's very impressive the resurgence of mike conley has been huge for them this season as well like th- this is yeah what there's I, the there's an all-star discussion for him at this point in his career <laughs> oh, I, I was saying it before we started recording feels bad i think um this is what i expected i expected them to play like this last year but obviously it didn't happen yeah but this is like i'm not surprised that they're playing this well now 
They're they're a very talented team. I hope they do well this year. Um. All right. Well, there's a couple of other quick things we can talk about. Uh. Well, one may uh, actually I think one kind of uh, major one we have. Uh. Obviously the this is a team I think we can not care about anymore. But there was a discussion <laughs> about a player who we also don't care about very much. Um, oh, uh, oh no. Andre oh, Drummond uh, oh, is not... Well, the, the Cavaliers have said, we're not going to play you anymore. And, uh, well, apparently it was it was mutual to some extent. Same with uh, the, uh, how Blake Griffin was treated. It was mutual. Um, the Detroit Pistons saying, we're not going to play you anymore until we can figure out a way to trade you. Uh, trade you. Or buy you out, but uh, Draymond took issue with that, uh, and he he said a couple of things, essentially saying, you know, it's unfair that you know we have to uh, keep in shape and um, you know work hard and be professional on the sidelines while we're told, um, you know, we we are just not going to be played like can we're, I, we're some terrible player. Can I just um rebut that whole statement from Draymond real quick? Number one, go ahead, man. You are. You're an you're a professional athlete, Draymond. You are expected to stay in some semblance of physical shape while you are not playing because you can be traded at a moment's notice to any team. That team still has to be able to use you, and you still cannot be a complete waste of space on that team, which you will be if you are not fit. Also, yes, again, as part of your professional obligations, you need to remain professional on the bench if you're not playing. And... Lastly, you're getting paid a ridiculous sum of guaranteed money to play the sport. There is no run around to chase a ball. <laughs> there is there is no there, no no no. Even among sports leagues, this is incredibly rare. The NFL doesn't pay fully guaranteed contracts out. Um, there are several other sports leagues where they've got outs if a player doesn't, well, if if he doesn't live up to his end of the deal. In the NBA. They're fully guaranteed contracts. No matter what happens once you sign on the dotted line, you will get all that money. There is no real penalty for underperformance after you sign that contract, as we've seen many, many times. Forgive me if my sympathy is is limited. <laughs> Damn, tell him how you really feel. Just, just, uh, just... Bill, I think you, you did have somewhat different feelings on the matter. Go ahead, mate. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with Kaz though. Like you have to uphold your end of the contract. My my whole point would have just been um, sort of the point where w- the team I feel shouldn't be. Uh, it's hard because at the end of the day they're paying you to work for them, sort of in a in an essence. But at the end of the day, I think uh, unless you're a guy who's not actually rosterable or not good enough to be getting minutes, I I think that they. I just don't think it's a good way to sort of terminate things. It's just to kind of be like, oh, no, we don't want you to play. Um, I think the league's definitely got to look into this because I remember when AD come out and said, trade me, that they said, well, okay, but New Orleans, you have to play AD such and such minutes every night. And they were literally pulling him to the second of the exact amount of minutes that they'd said that he can play. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I just think it's a bit funky the way... That it gets handled. I think there's a lot of inconsistency with it. Um, I think I was talking to Kaz about it. I said, well, at least Blake Griffin, you know, the way he's been playing, you could argue he's not actually rosterable yeah, at the moment. And he's probably well. not. Yeah. And he, he probably maybe doesn't make an eight man roster. Um, 
somewhere. So I think that's like players like that. So it's it's kind of fair. And there's probably a few more of those that that sort of slip under the radar. Sort of more the role player guys. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just don't like how the the team can come out and say, well, we're trading you, so we're not playing you. Um, I think that that's I think what Draymond kind of was sort of hitting at was kind of like, well, why why should you then stay motivated for that team or something, you know, because obviously they're going to want to trade you for some form of value. Um, so why should you give them any reason to have value for you if they don't want you to stay there kind of thing? Because once um, you get traded, yeah, it's you just... could be traded to a team that values you, and that <laughs> team that values you. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's it's just weird this how, how it gets handled in the NBA. Because <laughs> so, the, there's just so much freedom. Sometimes, like the European football, where, but like, again, in... In football, because you can move around in so many different teams, if you, unless you're like Real Madrid or Barcelona, if you just bench a player because you're going to sell them, you'll get a terrible reputation or like players just won't want to play for you. Whereas uh, in the I NBA, the you've only got day, 30 teams. They're sort of, it's, it's not exactly it, but they're sort of being asked to take paid leave, right? Pretty much, yeah. And that paid leave is, they're still making their full amount. It's not like some percentage is taking off. They're making the full amount of their money. Correct. Um, they're fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Like, even if the, you get, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, the, the, the contract stipulations, which are like, oh, yeah, if you make the, um, the All-Star game or something, then you get more money. I guess there's that where it's like, hey, you're denying me this, but then, you know, it's like, I don't... It's weird to like say that as a hypothetical, but then say, you know, Andre Drummond probably wasn't making it anyway. <laughs> Realistically, um, nah, probably not. It's putting up good numbers, yeah. though. Putting up good numbers, but uh, again, many people uh, have said the whole, you know, high usage, low quality player, just, you know, rebounds and, you know, it gets easy buckets. Basically, DeAndre Jordan uh, from a couple of years ago. Yeah, and he's also um, getting paid like $30 million a year. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of too many players in recent years who, like, you can watch a game and just see, like, very minimal impact and then sort of check the stats and be like, wait, what? He had, like, you know, like Drummond, he'll have, like, 15 and 15 every nine. It's just hard to see it. I think minimal uh, I don't know. It's kind, Bill. Um, any sort of impact <laughs> at all. You can go whole yeah, and it's... you have no idea that he's played except for the him missing a bunch of bunnies or yeah uh, yeah well yeah we were talking about the the offensive rebound thing i think one of i yeah, can't remember someone misses, said yeah. yeah well half of them are off his own misses yeah uh, it's yeah. just uh, he, i, I yeah. think uh that look that he has a lot of trade at value the end of the day, yeah he, he yeah well i mean rebounding's uh it's still a, a very sought after no nah, it's because his contract expires this year bill um he's but, well, I mean that too. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, if he if he's not on that deal, I mean, I'm sure someone somewhere definitely um sort of clean up rebounding centers who can sort of you can shove in for you know fifteen or so minutes are, are pretty handy um for a lot of teams. So and whoever gets them gets thirty mil of cap space in the summer. So can't complain. True, you can trade off some. Uh... Literally any dead dead weight. <laughs> literally anything that would total up to twenty. Some Blake Griffin contracts. I wonder what he did though. Yeah. To piss him off. Yeah. Oh, it'd be hilarious, but yeah. because like a right, couple of 
Sorry, I was just going to say, like, surely it would be within, actually, honestly, the Cavs' best interest just to play him out, or if they can get some form of value, then trade him, as opposed to wanting to trade him at all costs. It, like, I reckon you must have done something, because, like, they... You'd have to trade him, though, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you you can get at least something mm. for him, so... True, no one wants to sign And him. I guess they don't... And I mean, now that they've got... Yeah, and now that they've got Jarrett Allen, they probably don't really want to try and, you know, sort of cut into any minutes or production that Jarrett Allen can give because obviously he's now the sort of a long-term prospect. So uh, he's obviously going to be the sort of the the one that they, well, they obviously do care more about. Um, So I think think they're in their, definitely in their right interest to at least try and get something for Drummond. So... For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought they'd probably just want to write him out to the summer and then once he's off, use that cap space to sign he's a couple off. free agents. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, from but there, we'll see. Oh, yeah. From there, we can. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of uh, sort of health related things. I guess we sort of just want to mention like Carl Anthony Towns has been through a lot this season. Hey, lads. <laughs> oh, he's had a terrible I mean, time in 2020. He, he, was, he was an Iron Man to start his career, and then, like, the last two years have been unfortunate, especially this last year. The offseason was just, um, you know, he, he gets uh, health. He, he looks like he's going to come in healthy, then his entire, but his entire family essentially has caught COVID. He, he caught COVID. His mother died from COVID. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, he got he himself ended up getting it um he had a really rough time with it he's like i think he's still suffering the conditioning wise effects of it because man's still struggling um yeah jason tatum mentioned that as well like he's been struggling with his breathing since coming back from covid yeah. and you can kind of tell with the guys that come back some of them really do have a hard time you see it in other sports as well yeah it's Man, it's just been a rough season for the guy. And all like obviously he came into the season and he was thinking, yeah, I get to play with D'Angelo Russell, you know, all star point guard. And then uh, D'Lo is now out with uh, his uh, an arthroscopic surgery. Was it arthroscopic? Yeah, uh, I, I like think I, I saw the stat. I think they've played like four games together or something since the D'Lo trade, which is just crazy because. The whole idea was to them pair them two up. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty unfortunate, and it's just a bit of a bit of a shocking situation for our for the T Wolves. Fortunately, Pratty, this leads to our our next point. Uh, the dunk that that there are the number one man pulled off. Oh, oh, we, that, I thought that was going to be in uh in uh, winners. Oh, I'm losers. just bringing it up okay, because okay, that. Okay. <laughs> that was all right. Well, I nuts. guess all right. We can just sort of jump right <laughs> into that then, guys. Winners and losers for the month. Bill wants to announce uh one of the lo- yeah. Like I said, guys, it's been a while since we did our last episode. We're doing winners and losers for the month. So losers, obviously, uh, Bill already getting on the mention. Uh, one Utah Watanabe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's a he's a sole uh loser of the week. <laughs> I mean, well, any time that there's a poster, you never want to be the guy that's not dunking it. So, look to be oh, clear, oh man, is, that hey, Pratt, was crazy. Is Watanabe yes. a Japanese citizen or an American citizen? Japanese, I believe. Okay, yeah, damn. At least I got one with Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, yeah, shout out to Na- Naomi Osaka for Naomi? Uh, winning the Naomi. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, winning the uh, 
Australian Open just today, wasn't it? Was it yeah, yesterday? yesterday, yesterday. Today yesterday, is the men's yeah. final. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, no, Utah, my, my man, I'm sorry, Matt. Look, I will say, uh, I will always take the side of like, you know, he didn't get out of the way. He he contested it. Uh, shout out, like you know, yeah, props to him. respect. Yeah, yeah, you've got to you've got to contest it. Um, but I can tell you now, in his young career so far, there's a lot of people who are going to be making business decisions when uh the Ant Man's running at the ring and they're they're standing under it. So this guy reminds me so. I don't much think of this can. It, it. I don't think it's going to be the uh the last time we see something like this, this, this guy, he's, he's fearless, man. Like he, I, I can't put it any other way than he just gives no fucks. It's just <laughs> how he plays. He's so athletic. He just, yeah. Oh, he's, he's insane. Um, I think they've got a good one there. Like I know he's, he's shooting splits and everything are down, but he, he seems to have a huge, um, sort of, uh, work ethic and, and personality there. There's a lot that we've seen from the the T Wolves um that has that has sort of been raving about um how upbeat he is and how positive he is and just the energy he's bringing um I think it's something that they could uh they could definitely use yeah and we we were uh, I think we were saying it before the draft as well like it, it, I thought that seemed like a hit piece from ESPN it, when you actually read the article it didn't seem anywhere near as bad as the headlines were saying. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's, you t- like, if someone says, you know, I don't really care that much about basketball, you got to have that as your headline, no, right? No, that, that, that's not what he said. He, he said no, that um, he-, he doesn't watch a lot of basketball, like, full games, but he watches a lot of players. Like, he watches players play basketball, but he doesn't watch a lot of games. Which I think is fine. Because, like, in that same article, they were talking about how he was trying to incorporate things from specific things from certain players games in his game which I, you can't do unless you actually watch basketball yeah uh, yeah I, i'm with you i don't think you can knock his his ethic it seems to be it seems to be well and truly up there i don't um, think there are many players who you can knock their ethic yeah if you make it to the yeah. nba you've yeah. got some level of dedication for sure because like yeah yeah at the end of the day you're one of the five 500 best basketball players in the world Except for uh, yeah. Jordan Bell, but anyway, uh, <laughs> the other uh, losers. We did for full the- circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other uh, losers for the month. Uh, Bill, do you want to take this one away, mate? Yeah, the, yeah, we were talking about it before uh, we kicked off, um, and the MVP campaign that sort of hasn't been, which, which is uh, the Mavs. Um, I think we all had sort of high expectations for them coming in, definitely to. Uh, at least improved you had, on uh, last Luka year. Not as high as you, Bill. Didn't you? No, both of you had Luca for your MVP, didn't you? I had him as my MVP favorite. Yeah, but I said that Chris Taps would have to play I think games. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. Yeah. The the reason that they've uh, they've sort of faltered a bit is yeah the just the lack of sort of consistency with uh, with the team um, game by game, and that they've lost a lot of close games too. It feels like. Um, like, Luca, you know, he hits the game winner and then sort of says, like, thank fuck and, you know, like, we needed that. And then they lose two games in a row by possession and Luca's all angry. Like, I don't know. It's just... I think this- they, they just need some games to go their way at this point. Um, they're still pretty pretty talented. I mean, when you got Luca and Nar Porzingis as your top two... I don't think they'll. Uh, they're they're definitely better than a five hundred team. I think it'll it'll round itself out, but it's going to be tough for them now to sort of reel in the top four or five teams. Um, so I think they'll be. 
I, I don't think they'll be in a dogfight to make playoffs. Like, I think they're going to make it, but I, I just don't think they're going to... They're, they're I, not going to comfortably get through. I'm kind of doubtful that they'll make it, to be perfectly I feel like... Oof. Like, who, who's who's losing out from here? Six, like, yeah, who do you think they, they would the overtake? Sixers, Wrong conference. No, I said... <laughs> I, I didn't say Sixers. <laughs> I, I think it could be... I think I was going to say the Spurs. I think I was going to say the Spurs. Yeah. Like, the rest of the... And the top eight it's going to be difficult i think they'll they'll catch the spurs as well um the spurs are on a little bit of a nice streak at the moment but again i i think it's hard to see them holding like as well the, the spurs at the moment are ahead of denver golden state and mavs um i find it hard to believe that they're gonna stay above all these teams yeah it's uh, down it's to gonna like be eight. tough but and I mean, I, I'd give Dallas yeah. a shot in the playoff, uh, in a play-in game, because I, I think Luka yeah. would be better than almost anyone that they I would play think, in yeah. the play-ins, except Steph and maybe Jokic. If they get to the I, if they get to the play-in stage, then I mean, sorry, as well Brad, as that, we also saw Kristaps in the playoffs. Was insane. Yeah. Right, there we go. <laughs> uh, so it like it, it could be interesting there, but I also do think that it's it's going to be hard for them to overtake any of the teams there, because for example, even now, if you look at it right away. The, the Spurs would have to lose about five straight and the, the Mavericks would have to win about five straight for them for the, for the, for the Mavericks to overtake them. I think Dallas Which, also... I mean, clearly... it, it doesn't have to happen quickly, but... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I feel like say. the Spurs are a well enough coach team to not like lose that many. I agree. I also think that Dallas need to make... They need to make a mid-season move to get some shooting in the lineup because I think they overperformed in terms of their three-point percentage last. Because like a lot of these guys were doing way better splits than they'd ever done at any point in their career and now they've I sort think of they just needed to, to pay Seth Curry whatever he wanted. Steph. <laughs> Seth, I mean, Seth. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, losing yeah, Seth the, the... as a off the bench pick and roll ball ball handler is definitely hurt a lot. I mean yeah, because they they don't I guess you could point to Jalen Brunson and what they still have Trey Burke on their team, but like they're not really going to do anything unless they have really high usage and that you're not going to get that while Luca's on the court. But Seth was coming in and he was like a second or like on the court, a secondary ball handler, like exactly what you would want out of a secondary ball handler. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. The, I think you're right. They, they sort of just need to fill um, some sort of wing slots of decent shooting. They drafted wings, but they're just not good enough to sort of fill the, the void at the moment. So... Yeah, I think you're right, Kaz. I'm not sure what they will do. Um, I presume if it, if they're sort of still hovering around the 500 mark in a in a few weeks' time, that there likely will be moves made. But at the same time, I I think they'll be okay. I find it hard to believe that they're going to be 500 or under 500 for much longer. They're they're just way too talented to be um to be in it with a negative record. So yeah, they've got two of. Like they've got two top twenty, top thirty players in the league. They just need um Yeah, they just need them to stay they just need Kristaps to stay healthy. Yeah. I think they just need a good run at it, to be honest with you. Agree. Yeah. Alright. Uh well we also do want to talk about our winners for the month. The Utah Jazz. My goodness, this run there uh, like I I know Karan we talked about them earlier and Karan was saying, you know, this team was poised to be there, but like this is, I don't think anyone, not that good. Not, <laughs> I don't think anyone not, expected this. Not this good. 
But like, I'm not surprised that they've been good this year. Like a top, I, I thought they'd be a top three seed. I mean, this is just... They've been ridiculous this, like, this season. Though, on both sides of the ball as well. It's like they, they execute very, very clearly on one side. And then... I mean, they've, they've had the, that mantra for a long time of like, don't let the enemy... Te- uh, the, sorry, the, the opposing team get on runs. Um, but they, they just force you to play their game. And you're not good at it because they have, like I said, eight guys who are better than all of yours. And th- I think they've had one of, if not the hardest, um, strength of schedule yeah. earlier in the season as well. And they've still been, I think, quite clearly the best team in the league as of this moment. Sixth, oh yeah, sixth hardest. Whereas I think the Lakers had it like bottom five. Clippers were just above them. And then Portland and Phoenix had a pretty easy schedule as well. And they, so, they're yeah, the team yeah, directly under them. I guess you can them, expect so. them to, con- to keep this up for a fair while as well. Let's hope so. Um, I mean, what, 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 do you think, what do you guys think is the ceiling for this team? Uh, second round Ooh. exit. I don't think they have enough. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I don't think they have enough like top end. Like We've seen this, uh, I don't know how many times. I don't think they have enough top end talent to like beat the top teams in the NBA. Like the... Probably the Clippers. I guess, yeah. When, I don't when think they have enough to beat start, the Lakers. Um, when teams start shortening out their benches and start playing... I mean, like de- depending depending on how the seeding uh, ends up, I think they could make the conference finals just because at the moment the uh, the Clippers and the Lakers would be playing each other prior to the conference finals. So Yeah, yeah. No, it would depend on seeding, but I don't think um, they're a better team. Than I, I agree with you on... I, I know what you mean, though. On, it's just hard to see them getting through like it's i think we the most uh, um, recent example we saw of that was with the toronto raptors right they like everyone was like oh bench mob bench mob and then you know they run into obviously they ran into lebron but like this this jazz team will also run into lebron so <laughs> yeah you don't you don't want to be relying on you you'd rather rely on superstars than role players i think it's the easiest way to summarize it um and just comparing the jazz top two i think really uh, Conley's still probably a step back now. He's a bit older now, but probably still below the Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert here. Um, but just comparing those two to the other sort of best two players on the other teams uh, in the mix, yeah, it's. I don't think we could put them those two ahead of nearly any other team that's going to make the uh, Western Conference uh, playoffs, which is ridiculous to say. Um, but it's, it's, it's just one of the harsh truths that is that you just can't really rely on the bench or not the bench, but your lower end guys, you you need the, the top end talent to sort of will your team, uh, through playoff rounds. So I, I, I get what Kaz is saying. Um, but yeah, if the, if the seeding sort of holds up, I think that, that, you know, they, they, they probably should win the first round. I mean, if you're of one seed, you, you have no excuse to really. Oh not uh, win the if, first if they round come up but... against Dallas it might be might be a challenge yeah but you know, yeah but that's what i mean because Luca and KP are better than Donovan Mitchell oh, and oh, Gobert so I, okay well i'm seeing a very clear uh we believe warriors type run coming up here fellas um <laughs> oh i mean, i'd love to see yeah. it oh, Steph, I'd, I'd, Steph's so much fun yeah. to watch Steph would torch oh man he put Rudy in the blender already I, uh, I couldn't imagine um, what would happen with the free run. I'm not hearing any disrespect Ooh. on Rudy Gobert. He has been 
insanely good this season. He's like, been tremendous. I am, brother. Just go and watch the video when Steph absolutely minced him. I mean, okay, sure. He's he can't guard a seven three <laughs> center can't guard Stephen Curry. He's still the best defensive center in the game. I mean, uh, to, I think on that note, we do want to. I feel like we should mention Miles Turner has been on a tear defensively this. Yeah, he's year. been real good. I guess, like like you were saying, Kaz, I think the last time we mentioned this, uh, a lot less people challenge Rudy Gobert at the rim than they challenge they, uh, they don't Miles do it Turner. anymore, man. They, they just but, don't. Uh, I think Miles Turner is getting like four blocks a game right now. It's insane. He's like a hundred blo- uh, blocks ahead of the next guy, which is obviously Rudy Gobert. Is he actually? That's ridiculous. If so, that's it, it, that's a crazy total. It's a very, it's a fairly high number from what I recall. Um, oh, he's averaging three point five on the year, whereas I think right? yeah, it was four <laughs> earlier, like but that's still a ridiculous amount. Oh, he's he's also. I think this is the best season Miles Turner's ever put together by a long way. This is like yeah, what yeah. this is what we thought he would be, um, like two seasons ago. He's been yeah for really, the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of those kind of guys this year, though. Like, Aaron Gordon came to the season and he was playing tremendously well. Um, you know, just a lot of guys who came into the season and sort of were like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is surely the year he puts together that kind of guy. And a lot of those guys have been, you know, putting it together. Um, so, yeah, you uh, love to see that's it. been really good to see. Yeah, you love to see it. A lot of the young guys are come, putting it together. Um I guess from there we can sort of pop into our uh, discussion questions, and I I, I want to start this off um, talking about the east, the bottom end of the Eastern Conference uh, playoff picture, because to me it looks like, I mean the last time we talked about this, the Cavs were in the playoff picture, and the Charlotte Hornets weren't <laughs> close, and that's changed. Hey, a I remember bit. saying at the start of the year the Hornets could be could be. Okay, so... Instead, the New York Knicks are still holding their position. Hey. Like, I guess you sort of expected the top play- top teams to be the same. At least the top six, you can expect them to stay where they are, right? Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Pacers, Raptors. You can expect those teams. The Those next two are just constantly changing. And right now, obviously, the Knicks seem like they're going to hold their position with a really, really well-run defense and you know, offense based on that. Also, Julius Randle taking a massive step in his game, playing much more intelligently. Um, Beyblade, Beyblade, let it rip. Well, to be fair, he's not just the Beyblade anymore. No, he's playing well. Um, he's playing well, I'll give it to it, him. It's still fun to call him Beyblade because, like, you know, he's been doing that for a while, and he's still really good at that, good at that when he does it, but he does a lot less of that now. Uh, and I guess we also have to talk about the Bulls because, you know, Zach Levine has been on... Like, through the first 30 games of the season, he's averaging 29, 5, and 5 on 50, 40, and 86 uh, shooting stats. I mean... Yeah, that man's carrying that team on his back. <laughs> like, yeah, t- carrying is a... I feel like that's an understatement. Like, they shouldn't have, you know, they shouldn't have 12 wins except for that guy. <laughs> Are you, so you reckon they should be a one-win team, Prad? I mean, Lowry <laughs> has not played as well as uh, as, well as, like... I hoped he would. Uh, I wasn't um, expecting much from Lowry, to be honest. Um, do you reckon the Heat can you... make the playoffs? Yeah, they're going to make it. I don't think that they will. No, not that I don't think they can. I think they will. Do you reckon they'll um, be a top six, though? They... Not top six. Uh, no, yeah. I, think they're, they're, I think the top six are already locked, mate. 
I don't think so because they're only two games behind the Raptors and the Heat are on a they're on a pretty good uh pretty good streak currently. Um Jimmy's back with a bang. Bam's staying on the court. Um yeah, I I think they're gonna make it comfortably there a far superior team to uh Charlotte, New York and the Bulls, which are the three teams above them. Um I think they'll they'll hunt down the uh the sixth seed pretty quickly, which is the Raptors. I think they'll be right there with them and Indiana as well. I um, well, yeah. I think that's where I disagree with you. I feel like the Raptors I mean they See, they I had a rough start. Well yeah, Siakam is playing well. Obviously, had a massive shooting slump to start the season, but he's picked it up. Fred Van Vliet. I wanted to give this guy and a couple of other guys a shout out because the first undrafted player was it to have the most points from an undrafted player, right? Yeah, yeah like Fred that. Van Vliet. Yeah. Fred yeah. Van Vliet. Uh, and obviously, then two other fifty-point games since then: Jamal Murray and uh, Joel Embiid. Jamal Murray, the most, the second most efficient fifty-point game since Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, <laughs> that's insane. Free throws too. And without free throws, yeah. I mean, you gotta imagine with a you don't game. get free you don't get free throws when you don't miss. So <laughs> the refs don't care if the ball goes in. It's yeah, it's a, it's a bucket and it doesn't matter. So, oh, Fred, Freddie has been so good this season. So is um yeah, is, uh, Jamal Murray been a little bit disappointing, but like I mean, I thought he took the next step because. He came into the bubble, put some weight on, was playing so much more aggressively than he did during the regular season. It kind of seems to have taken a step back to where he was. Uh, before I don't the bubble, know. I don't but... think he's taken a step back. We, I think, we, like it was very, like it was publicly known the guy was playing through a lot of injuries to start the season. Um, and honestly, I've I've been saying it to to my mates for a while. I really wish he. I know that he can't really afford to do it because the Nuggets are struggling. But I would really prefer he just like somehow gets to take a couple games off, recover his, you know, let let his limbs recover, and then you know he he'll probably take off from there. But he, it turns out you don't even need that because the guy over the last few games obviously had the fifty point game, but like he's been averaging twenty five five and five for the last I don't know maybe six games or so. I feel like he's back to not not back to he's ta- he he has taken that step because. Jokic is doing Jokic things, and now <laughs> Jamal Murray is playing like we sort of expected him to play at. Like, 25, 5, and 5 are good numbers, and he's been doing that consistently for, like I said, six games or so. Uh, Plus six a 50-point game of that. He, he does this a lot, where he'll go on, like, a 5, 10-game streak of playing really well, and then, like, his shot won't drop, and then he'll play terribly. But, Not um, really, Kaz. No, he, 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 does re- it, he does it pretty often, dude. No, no, no. He's, I will ha, having, having earned the player. guy in fantasies several times. I will say, once he goes on a streak, he doesn't usually look back. Um, dude, he he he, he, he does he this has, constantly, man. I'm no, not... he really does it. <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy will have all like nearly every single year. Like we'll talk about, my goodness, this guy's shit. Stop paying him money, and then, um, like he'll have not. It won't be a one game turnaround. It definitely won't be a one game turnaround. But, like, he'll start shooting well, and then he'll start playing well. Like, it won't be, like, oh, his shot has to fall for him to play well. He starts attacking more. It's not just that nah, he's... No, Pratt. You know- Pratt. So, w- when I said that, I thought he took the... When he was playing more aggressively, he was getting to the line a lot more than he was during the during the regular season that he was in the bubble. He's not doing that at the same rate that he was before this season i mean maybe you're right he was just playing a bit more conservatively because of injury 
but I, I don't know. I've, I've seen him go on like a six game good streak before and then have like another bad six game streak. I wouldn't be surprised if he settled at maybe 23, 24 points per game and um, what, five, six assists, five rebounds. But like, I, I don't know. I thought he would have gone well, up. Well, hold to... on. Hold on. You've literally just pointed out the stats he's held for the last few games. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say here, man. You said 23 to 24 points per game. Dude, there's a, bi- and five yeah, there's a big a difference between 23 and 25 points per game. Like the, you said the... 24 points per game, and he's okay, averaging probably, 25 over the last five. Probably not. Okay, probably not 24. I don't know probably what you're trying to say. Like, I can't predict with like 100% certainty. I'm just saying like within that range at around 23, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I, I, I think, um, yeah, I think Paddy's right. Um, and the reason that Denver have struggled is number one, Jamal's, uh, sort of health inconsistency has been a contributing factor as well as the entire team's health has been a consistent factor. They've, they've had a lot of ins and outs. I'd hate to see the, uh, the number of starting lineups that they've had to use for the year. And, you know, we're only, you know, so many games in, we're only, you know, 30, the, 30 their, games in. I'd... Their backup point guard is Monte Morris, and both he and Jamal Murray missed the game, leading RJ Hampton to start a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so um, it's been like that. <laughs> yeah, this this team isn't a, uh, where are they sitting? This, this team isn't a seven seed. Um, we, We've seen the last few years that this is a, a top three uh, team in the West. Um, I think Jokic is... I have no words to describe how good he is at basketball. Um, and Jamal Murray sort of uh, being injury-free is a sort of a big contributor to how this team's going to play because he is one of their main guys who has that uh, explosive capacity in terms of scoring output. I think um, another big factor is Michael Porter Jr. staying on the court. Um, he is looking to be better on defense, which is a a good surprise for Denver. Um, my only sort of concerns for Denver going forward is the uh, sort of the roster standpoint of uh, Will Barton. He's he's already come out and said he doesn't want to be a sixth man. I don't blame him. He is uh, too good to be a sixth man. But at the same time, I'm just not sure if they can get away with playing him as sort of like a, a fourth option. I think it's just a terrible waste of talent. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about really the only concerns I have for Denver at the moment. I think they're, they're going to be fine. I think they're, they're well and truly um, going to be back on track, especially with the health of the roster being uh, almost back to full capacity. I can't think of anyone out. I think Millsap has a, a day-to-day sort of operation. Um, Gary Harris still out as well, but they're not really as big of a deal, sort no, of as. Uh, how to play without Gary Harris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not as big of a deal as uh, Jamal Murray and MPJ missing games. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Pratty. I think um, I think Jamal can at least sustain a higher level of output than. He had done last year. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I like the Nuggets. I think, yeah, so yeah I think they're going to be good. Just on that six-game um, that six game tear that he's been on, if you take out the 50, it doesn't look quite as crazy. And I think we can all agree that that's an outlier. He's not going to consistently be dropping 50 a game or 50-point I mean, games. Thanks, Magic. <laughs> 
But like, agreed. I'm, like I'm just saying, I'm I mean, expecting said, some regression from where he is now. I mean, 22, 25, 35, 50. I mean, it's pretty, pretty there. So, obviously, the 50 is a massive outlier. You don't go 21 of 25 from the field every second game. But I, I think Pratty's just alluding to the fact that while he might not be the, you know, the, the crazy uh, performer that he was in the bubble, that he is most definitely a better player than he was uh, last season. So Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, uh, unless you guys have a uh, another discussion topic, I don't know how we managed to like sort of jump into that. That was a that was a really nice, smooth, natural transition. Hey, we love Denver. We, do, we, we love do. the Nuggets. Um, we need I to stop hyping them up though. Every time we do that, they start playing like crap. Yeah, fuck, we've done it again. Denver is so bad, <laughs> man. Jeez. Uh, every, every, without no. fail, every time we've done it, they started playing like crap. Didn't I, we do it before the Jazz series? We're like, oh, the Nuggets are gonna absolutely destroy them, you know, and then they was, were down three like, one, and we're like, oh, the Nuggets change, right? Like. You know, we saw the yeah. first game and they won and we were like, oh yeah, they're going to do it all over again. And then they lost three <laughs> straight and we were like, oh look, they're back to... They're, 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 the path off, yeah, it was collapse. exactly the and same. Then, it was like, again, we go we, into the we series. Again, we talk trash about them and then they, they just decide, alright, we're going to win another yeah. game seven and another game seven, my lord. I yeah. think we said that yeah. they would win every series that they end... I think we were right before the series started. That then we changed our prediction midway through the series every single time. Well, they were getting slapped every series. So, all right. And then they played uh, the but, Lakers. And then the yeah, reverse then happened. I do the like Lakers. the Nuggets. I do like the Nuggets. Uh, from there, uh, I guess we can jump into. Uh, by the way, it'll be a bit difficult for me to get a uh, fun Google fact this episode. Um, so unless unless you guys want to pull one up, I'll Google yeah. one right, before right. the end. Yeah, uh, I'll Google one. Well, uh, we can jump into weekly malnourishment, and today's is. Uh, Yet again, inspired by something that happened to me last night, actually. It was going to be something different, but last night was... Uh, Pratty, is this something um, that you can save without us getting demonetized? Jokes? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's right, nothing cool. like that. Uh, so, um, the, the question is, who... Can you give me a description of the most disorganized person you've met? I've gone. Uh, because... Yeah. because Last night, right? Um, I was. Uh, uh, yours is the same as mine, Karan. Yep. <laughs> I already know. Yep. Uh, last night, I was uh, asked to pick up a friend of a family friend's daughter from an airport. From the airport. Uh, everyone knows we're in Melbourne, right. anyway. Um, and this uh, this girl uh, had four luggages um, for a oh boy. domestic flight. What? <laughs> uh, she she she's uh, she's she's traveling to to study at a certain university here. So okay, um, all they... luggages. Does she have uh, empty suitcases or something? Jeez. No no no. They they were all full, very full. Um, I I was driving into the airport and uh, get you know call. She she called me and said, "Hey, I've exited." Um, and I said, "Sweet, I'm heading over to the one minute pickup area. I'll see you in a bit." She's not there. Oh, no. So, you know, you do, you do this all the time, right? You go on a loop, you come back around. Uh, I tried to contact her again and said, hey, didn't see you there. Sorry, you know, bathroom break. All right, I go around again. She's not there. All right, <laughs> she doesn't know where the one-minute pickup area is for, term for, for, for the terminal she was at. That's fine. I was, I'm like, okay, 
could you move a bit forwards towards the uh towards the you know the the rest of the pickup areas and I'm and she said yeah no worries I see the uh the hotel ahead of me I'll be able to um I'll, I'll head right there and I'm I'm like sweet turn off the phone I'm I'm heading there do one loop don't see her there uh try to figure out what she's you know you the usual thing right because I've never seen this person before what are you wearing green top definitely not anyone wearing a green top there so make another loop around another loop around eventually. Uh, she says, sorry, I've got four luggages. I can't move at all. Dude. Um, so I then finally go and park my car. Thankfully, uh, Melbourne airport is while the parking prices are ridiculous. They also have a 15 minute, uh, period where if you don't, if you, you know, if you're only there for 15 minutes, you don't have to pay. So I got in, spread out of my car, um, found her and then helped her bring all of her luggages to my car. So I got out for free. Um, this person had obviously, uh, since she was arriving so late, had no food for the next day. So then had to stop on the way at, uh, uh, Coles, Coles, as in for the morning to buy food for the morning. Coles, which closed at 11. We arrived at 1030. By the way, I left to pick her up at 730. Oh boy. We arrived at Coles near her place at 1030 PM. Bruh. Um, and then finally, you know, she got, got her to a place. Uh, helped her figure out how to do the after hours check in, and then you know, all all done. But like, yeah, that that was the uh, disorganization that I experienced last night. Uh, she didn't get a trolley, <laughs> by the way. She she forgot to get a trolley. Brad, no, like if you if you told me like if you, if you asked me the person or uh, one person that I know who would be most likely to be adversely affected by an incredibly disorganized person, it would also be you because you're way too <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, give me my Canadian uh, citizenship already. Yeah, facts, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kaz, you seem like you had a good one on the way. Go uh, ahead, mate. Uh, it, this is an easy one. Rahul Ramesh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why are you surprised? <laughs> what? I won't, I won't put anything that, like, um, I won't put anything crazy that he's done on Blast, but I'll just, something from a recent incident. Um, He had a... I think it was like his final exam for uni. Oh, last, okay. So this is a story. Su- bring up. Okay. Sometime okay. last year. Yeah, it was it's a relatively quick one. And he was printing out his notes to like or he was supposed to print out his notes so that he could study the materials, get it done like the night before the exam. He was doing this the night before the exam. <laughs> We're in full lockdown. And then he goes, dude, I've run out of printer ink. <laughs> Do you have any printer ink at your house? <laughs> no, Rahul. I don't have any printer ink at my house. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have to print anything. And then he goes, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And then um, I think the final resolution was that his, his mum is a kindergarten teacher. So she printed off his notes at work and then ran them back right before the exam started class. on the day of the exam <laughs> that's class but yeah it was, that's class. It was, that, was, that was crazy but like that, that's like the that, that's the best one i can think of right now there's a few more but i won't say that that's funny Bill, did you did you want to say a different story by any chance or uh, uh nah i won't use rahul okay okay, um, okay. but uh just off my head i was just thinking my younger brother is terribly 
organised. I can't think of a particular incident <laughs> at the moment. I'm trying Andrew? to desperately. By the way, I think yes. I think we have to be clear. Shopping. Bill, despite uh, what, what I don't know if you if anyone's made any judgments based on how he sounds, I definitely did. But Bill is a very organised person. He is. Um, I he 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 sent me his notes on a topic. <laughs> uh, which I had no idea about coming into last year, and my goodness, those were clear, full of clarity. I, I, I probably <laughs> could have gone through the like gotten a gotten a degree just by looking at his notes rather than spending the year <laughs> taking that 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 course. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, true. I sent you the uh the MATLAB <laughs> introduction, my notes for it, right? I'm actually just looking at them now. My note taking uh, system. Like it makes sense to me, but to anyone else it's like an alien language. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I just try and make mine so it's like if I you know, sometimes you don't look at it again for uh, basically a whole uni semester so then when i get back to it i just i don't know i just try and have it to make as much sense as possible without having to sort of look through a bunch of other crap um, hey bill what about the i was just thinking about andrew what about the story where um you're supposed to do the shopping and you ended up coming back with four kilos of chicken <laughs> all right yeah okay we'll, we'll just that's it's not really on the the agenda for the the question Paddy's asked. No, it is because um, like you, you've right, got to I'll do you've it. got to put together a list yeah. before you go. Or you've got to at least figure out what you need before you go shopping. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, right. So I I just do the shopping list like on my phone or something because it's easy, and I just do it in aisle order, Praddy. You'd you'd love it. It's in aisle <laughs> order, so you can just you go. You're in and out yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. ten minutes. You've got everything, and I just have written like uh, I think I just had like deli chicken breast times four you know, like minced beef times such and such, whatever. Anyways, so I've put chicken breast times four, which would be four chicken breasts. Mm -hmm. This brother comes back with four packets of four chicken breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was in tears, bro. I was, I was actually in tears. Run, yeah, oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, all right, all right, well. That uh, does just about bring us to the end of the episode. So uh, thank you very much for listening to another edition of the official NBA Beancast. Bill, could you take it away for a uh, fun fact? Yes, I have. This is, is very uh, interesting. And as always, it's always related to an animal. The wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months. What? Bam. <laughs> yes. The, the reason for this is their urine actually can help assist in keeping them alive when it hibernates. That's pretty crazy. Due to some ability to recycle the urea into nitrogen. That's so, crazy. There you go. That's Eight months. Yeah. Like, bladder what, control. Is like the whole body just... A, is it just one big bladder or what? <laughs> I, I'm assuming by the end of the hibernation, yes. We are going to be <laughs> biology experts. Thank you very much for listening uh, to another edition of the Officially NBA Beancast. We will catch you in Sheet. the next one hopefully that's next week sorry yeah um, so here we go yeah anyway take care guys and we'll see you in the next one peace peace